0: Welcome to the Agronomy and Farm Management Podcast. I'm Amanda. And I'm
1: Elizabeth. Thanks for joining us today. It's almost Farm Science Review time again, and we know many of you are planning to attend. We're definitely praying for better weather this year and have some unique things in store for you. Joining us to share what is new and exciting this year is Farm Science Review Manager Nick Zachrich. Welcome, Nick.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me.
1: So what's the theme this year?
2: Well, the theme is we're embracing time and change, this being our 60th anniversary, the first show being in 1963. We're excited to look back to the last 60 years, but also look forward to the next 60 to uh, what exciting things might be exhibited at Farm Science Review and uh, uh, all of the things that we can learn from our Extension educators like yourselves.
1: 60 years are that's a lot of years. Pretty exciting to be celebrating that.
2: Yeah, we spent 20 years at Don Scott Airport in Columbus, and so the last 40, so this is our 40th anniversary of being at the Molly Karen Ag Center. So we're really excited about that, and uh, we have 11 exhibitors that were exhibitors in 1963, and actually several others that are exhibitors still, but maybe just have been purchased by another company or uh, being represented by a distributor or retailer. So... Real excited about those ones that have been around for all these years, 60 years so of being an exhibitor, supporting us, doing what we do here at, at you know, Farm Science Review and, of course, the college in general.
1: Yes, that's going to be fun to celebrate. I definitely haven't been here for all 60, but I think I've been around for about half of them. <laughs> so
0: what are some cool things that you have going on, that exhibitors have going on, that we should look for?
2: yeah so technology of course is always changing and so some of the bigger manufacturers we know are going to have new things that um, may not look different on the outside the tractor is still a tractor right but what are those new features that they have Um, automation seems to be becoming you know more and more prevalent and even the machines that we were used to operating so combines may not be something a lot of us are used to talking about with automation because we still have an operator but at the same time there's a lot of things that we can do and uh, nate can probably tell you a whole lot more farm manager here that we'll be able to talk about what automation our machine has uh, that is different from what we were used to. Uh, You know, as a kid, when I was growing up, there was a lot of wrenching and adjustments to make on the machine as you got through harvest. And now it's not necessarily the case where some things may be just a push button where you used to have to get several wrenches out. So those, those are the kind of things that we're looking at, but it's also a lot of other um, unique things with, with just software uh, being able to help manage um, your, your operations at home. Um, there's there's things with with finance that have changed. You know, so of course you can come in and learn some things from our extension educators on, in the farm office about those tax implications and different things that are going on in, in uh, our, our policies across the United States and in the world, of course, too, and all the, all the different things that are affecting our markets. Those those are always changing. But there there are a lot of new exhibitors at Farm Science Review, and I will just just to, totally be uh, you know blasted by people that I don't mention. So it's hard to go through and go mention all the different things, um, but I can I can just say there's some technology here that you have not seen before at a farm show. Um, so I can tell you about some electric bikes, uh, some uh, aircraft that are ultralights that are really kind of cool. Um, you may not even recognize what it is when you walk past. It's a really head, a good head turner. Um, And then also just some things that are are electric that we're not used to being electric. So those those are all just different little things that are out there, but there is a lot to see that is new from our commercial exhibitors. And there's a lot of things that are different for our extension educators that have moved. So sometimes it may be the same display, but it's in a different location. So using those um, the, the program and other methods of finding your way around the site, our digital directory and our mobile app, those will all be pretty important this year. So I encourage you to try to use one of those to find your way around the site because um, there's going to be a lot of things in different places this year.
0: So how do we find the mobile app?
2: It is available right now in the App Store. So you can go to your Apple Store or your Android Store, whichever your, uh, your, your device happens to be. And you can just search for Farm Science Review 2022. If you happen to have the app from last year, just open that app and it'll ask you to update it to this year's.
0: So we mentioned sixty years what's new are you doing anything to reflect on the past sixty years honor those uh, times that have gone by?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. I'm gonna kind of defer it back to you, Amanda because in the mm-hmm. agronomic crops team area, um, we're looking at some really kind of neat machines that um, I, I will just say that we helped develop here at the College of Food Agricultural and Environmental Sciences and when I look back at oerDC so Ohio Agricultural Research Development Center, um, that research side helped do some things to help advance some of this technology You know, 50, 60 years ago. And those are the pieces we're looking back to. So no-till is obviously something we've been talking about for decades. And the round bale just seems to be a common thing that we're used to seeing anymore in the landscape. And those are some things that uh, we may not necessarily invented here in Ohio or within the college, but we definitely did some research to help advance those. And those are a couple of centerpieces that we uh, would like to highlight. Um, So those are the kind of things that we're looking at, Amanda, uh, For reflecting back. We have two pretty nice antique museums that we can go go to as well, and much of those things go well beyond those 60 years. So you're going to find some things from the 60s in those buildings, but many of those things are even over 100 years old. So if you're coming to the show, I encourage you to check those out, and then you can help reflect on more than just the 60 years we've been around as a farm show, but also those things that uh, our ancestors used all those decades ago and maybe even centuries ago, um, and I guess we just take for granted some of those things now, Yeah, it's just so easy, you know, with with some of the technology that we have and, and looking back. And some of the tools may look familiar, like you still use them at home, maybe in a garden or around the house.
1: It's going to be neat to walk around and reflect on the history, where we've come from, what we've showcased the last 60 years, and then see some of this new technology that we weren't even dreaming of even 60 years ago.
2: That's right. Yep. Yeah, and and some of the technology we're talking about, you know, we keep reflecting back to this uh, ultralight aircraft because, because it's so different and new. And it's not necessarily an uh, agricultural tool that we'll just go out and use immediately out in the field. Um, but if I look back 10 years ago and we started talking about drones really heavily. And it's not that they were brand new 10 years ago, but that's when in agriculture we cited, you know, this is something we could use and make it useful for you know, making decisions and now making applications. And and really making a tool that's really handy on the farm, but maybe having a consultant use uh, to help you better understand what's going on on your farm. Maybe this ultralight might be that next thing in 10 years, we'll look back and think, man, that was kind of cool that we really didn't have a plan for it 10 years ago, but now here we are using them uh, for whatever reason that might be. So thinking ahead over the next 60 years, the technology, the way things are, we're, we're kind of looking ahead to the next five to 10 years and have no idea what's going to be the next thing or what what has exploded that might be here on the site right now, uh, you know, that we're going to be able to see here at Farm Science Review this year. And then in 10 years, maybe it's just a staple that we're we're used to seeing on the countryside like the round baler.
0: That's great. And we've talked about some of the technology in the field. Um, we also have Nate Doritas here with us. He is the farm manager at the Molly Karen Ag Center and spearheads the field demos. Welcome, Nate.
3: Thanks for having me today.
0: So can you tell us a little bit about what we'll see if we Take the shuttles across 70 to the field demos this year.
3: Yeah, if you're familiar with how the uh, field demonstrations are laid out, we have a kind of a different region for each day. So whether you're here on Tuesday or Thursday, um, all three days we have field demonstrations running. Those will start about 12:30 each day, and you can find those schedules um, in the literature when you get here in your program, or you can also find them, um, you know, in the app on the device. But 1230, we'll kick off those demonstrations. Um, We'll have things like Ag Innovation, which is led by Dr. John Fulton and the uh, FABE team. You'll be able to see things like um, their drone platform, um, some of the things that they're looking at. We'll have Jim Love back from Bex, who does a great presentation on some of the drone technology and different um, crafts that are available out there. Um, We've got a spray drone company returning this year. Um, So if you're interested in that spray drone technology or just want to familiarize yourself with that, that's going to be a demonstration. Um, So there'll be a a great, great stop there with ag innovation. And then uh, this year with tillage, we've actually got enough guys. We're probably going to segment a group of them out with uh, specializes on strip till. Many of us know that especially in Northwest Ohio, strip till has really caught on and is being adopted a little more each year. And we've got several companies that are going to demonstrate their equipment focusing on strip till as with the other types of tillage in that 12:30 uh, demonstration and then the, the popular ones of course will be uh, corn harvest starting at 1 immediately followed by soybean harvest so if uh, harvest is your thing and you want to get out there and see the large combines roll we have uh, both corn and soybean companies that are going to be represented um, we've got a unique uh, aftermarket header company um, on the corn side And on the soybean side, we'll have a 50-foot header. So make sure you make time to come out and see those. And remember that, um, you know, we've got uh, both short-season corn and soybeans here. So uh, they are both ready and uh, continue to get closer to harvest. And we get excited looking for those opportunities.
0: And you'll have a Leica back as well this year?
3: Yeah, well, Leica is kind of a little milestone again this year. While we've been doing demonstrations uh, since 83, actually, at the Molly Karen site, Uh, this is 10 consecutive years we've been doing demonstrations again with a that land improvement group in ohio uh, focuses on um, drainage here at the show and land improvement this year we've got a 34 acre field directly east of the grain facility that was wheat this year Uh, so it's a stubble field they've got the design laid out we'll have tile companies uh, representative there with different um, brands of tile and then depending on the contractors that show up, there'll be different types of machines show up um, to do installations. So uh, there'll be a dedicated shuttle that'll run from the grain facility to that. Um, it is, and it's a short walking distance from the from the Wednesday and Thursday demonstrations. So make sure you see that if you are not familiar or have got some interest in uh, the drainage installation.
1: And hopefully we've got good weather this year. Do you wanna give us any kind of update on what the crops are looking like so far?
3: Yeah, we we also have our fingers crossed for uh, three, you know, very nice sunny days where we can uh, have all the field demonstrations. We got started planting here May 1st, and uh, we had a lot of acres for field demonstrations specifically go in on May 2nd, Uh, so the timing was really good, and uh, we've had a fairly good growing season, Um, not nearly uh, as much regular rainfall as we did in twenty one. But really good heat and enough moisture that we've got pretty solid crop coming. Um, If you follow along with the Ohio Country Journal's uh, crop tour, we were one of the stops there as we typically find the most advanced and early uh, season crops here. And uh, this year was no different. So the corn is all 100-day corn, and it's all black layered now. So we're uh, you know under that 30% mark, and it looks good. I think we'll be able to hit our normal averages on corn yield here. And uh, on the soybean side, uh, we grow between a 2.6 and 2.9 maturity on soybeans for the field demonstrations. And they were desiccated uh, a little over a week ago. And um, I I think we've got a good opportunity on soybean harvest too. So while you're out, uh, grab one of the folks from OSU or one of the uh, companies that's uh, demonstrating there and ask them what the moisture and yield are and always sparks off great conversations.
1: I think that's probably the number one question asked out at the field demos is what's the yielding?
3: Yep, absolutely.
1: (laughs)
0: Yep, good indication of how some of the other parts of the state are going to go.
3: Yeah, and and this year it doesn't look like if if there's any, there's going to be very little harvest competition. So, you know, that shouldn't be an excuse to hold anybody at home this year. So we expect everybody to make the trip down to Farm Science Review for at least one of the three days, you know, get your harvest prep stuff done now and uh, make time to come on down to the show.
0: Well, thank you guys both for your time. We're going to talk about a couple other subject areas here um, before we end the podcast, but how do we get tickets?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. <laughs> so uh, that's, that is something new. So here in our 60th show, we've decided to step into the new technology age and we have uh, tickets that can scan at the gates. Now, not everybody needs to get worried if you're not really uh, a fan of scannable tickets and have to do electronic things. That's an option. You can still buy paper tickets at participating locations, uh, whether that might be county extension offices across the state. Um, or some agribusinesses. businesses. Um, So there are some paper tickets out there. We will scan those at the gate, collect those, and we've always collected our tickets anyway when you come in, so that really hasn't changed. So you just walk up to the gate and we take care of the rest. But you can buy tickets online. So go to fsr.osu.edu, and you can find the ticket page there, buy your tickets online. Um, So if you would rather have that on your mobile device, you can do that. Or if you have a printer at home, you can print those and uh, bring it that way. And then also, of course, the paper ticket option. And if you don't like any of those options, we still have tickets at the gate. So anybody can come in at the gate. So come on in. Uh, kids five and under are free. Uh, the pre-sale tickets are cheaper. They're, they are a discount. So those are $10 and at the gate will be 15 So it'll save you $5 by buying them online at our pre-sale locations.
0: We'll look forward to seeing you guys out there next Great. week.
2: Yep, thanks for having us. Really appreciate it.
0: So next up, we have David Marison. He is an extension educator over in Coshocton County and is one of the main leads and farm management programming generally, but also at Farm Science Review. David, you focus on a couple different things here at Farm Science Review, but can you tell us what you guys have going on, where you're located, all those good details so people can find you?
4: Sure. In the area of farm management at the Farm Science Review, you want to check out the farm office team and just put it on, you know, draw it on your map. It's the Fireball building. If you come into the Fireball building, and they're towards right down from where all the food is there at the review. Um, just check us out. There's a lot of information. The farm management team will be there um, from across the state. And we have lots of information. The custom rate bulletins, ag law bulletins. I know the first peek at the corn and soybean budgets for 2023 will be unveiled by Barry Ward at the review. That's always a that's always a point of interest for farmers that might be attending the review uh, to get down and get the sneak peek at those budgets and maybe a budgets you might not wanna look at for next year, but <laughs> at any rate, we need to look at those budgets so we're making some planning efforts. Um, but across from the uh, the fire, Fireball building, directly across, which is a little bit of change from the past, the Ask ask the Expert area will be right across from the fireball in a tent. And just know that each day at the review, starting at 10 a.m. and on Tuesday and Wednesday, those sessions go through until 3 o'clock, so from 10 to 3. And then on Thursday, those sessions go from 10 to 2. But the Ask the Expert area allows you to get some updates on the latest farm management and veterinary medicine topics that are out there and they're in 20 minute segments so doesn't mean you have to commit your all day to listen to those but you can check out the schedule and find out which of those sessions that you might like to hear and then you can jump in listen for 20 minutes and then go on to the next thing at the review that you like to see because there's just so much to see across the review but just for uh, a couple examples there Robert Moore in our ag law program will be talking about long-term care. Are you betting the farm? Which I know there are a lot of farm farmer and farm families talking about long-term care and just the trepidation about what happens if one of our family members goes into a nursing home. And then we have, again, there's some hot topics, legal topics that are there as well as we have been putting even that weather forecast where Aaron Wilson joins us to talk about how is the weather going to impact farm profitability uh, over the next year, there'll be a grain marketing outlook for 2023 uh, you name it, uh, whether it's dysfunctional, I'll be talking about dysfunctionality and farm succession. So if you have some dysfunctional um, conversations you want to talk about, I'll be in one of those sessions as well. So a whole list, you check your program, but there's a whole list from 10 to three, um, on Tuesday, Wednesday, and then 10 to two on Thursday, the final day of the review. And there might be another thing that if you want to hit a kitchen table conversation, I'll mention that the kitchen yeah. table conversation, our women and ag team, and they do some programming across the state, but they have three kitchen table conversations. So these are a little bit longer conversations. And this is a dual purpose kind of presentation because you can catch it live in person at the Farm Science Review Or you can log in and watch it from your own kitchen table at home. And on Tuesday, the topic's gonna be when death happens, managing the farm without your business partner. So I'll be speaking about how death can change your farming operation and how you can better prepare yourself to manage the farm without the spouse or the sibling that you may be currently in the farm with. And then on Wednesday, Eric Reeker from up in Fulton County will be talking about female farmer financing options. So options that are available to female producers through the Farm Service Agency Loan Program. So that's a a unique way to look into the financing options for females, but also for veterans and minority farmers as well. And then on Thursday, our record-keeping specialist, Bruce Clevenger, his claim to fame is all about record-keeping, and his topic for Thursday's conversation is going to be the Devil in the Details about communication and farm record keeping, improving your farm management skills through your record be, um, keeping systems. So those sessions are all gonna be from 1130 to 1230 each day of the review. And again, they, you can catch them online as well, just at go.osu.edu forward slash 2022 FSR kitchen table conversation. I believe the conversation is going to be right behind the fireball building. So check that out at 384 Friday Avenue. That's where you can find most of the fun that's going on in farm management, 384 Friday Avenue. So Walk down Friday Avenue, grab your Bahama Mama, and come see me in the Fireball building.
0: Thanks, David. A lot of great information. And it's such an excellent time to be able to connect with our farm management specialists, our ag law specialists. Um, Most of you guys are in there in the Fireball throughout the review. So stop in, ask your questions. They'll be happy to talk to you. So another area we always like to tell you about is the agronomic plots area. As Elizabeth and I, of course, put in a lot of work throughout the year for that, and we want you all to stop by and see it. Yeah, <laughs> and see
1: us. Yeah. I think the thing I'm most excited about for this year is we're going to have some equipment from 1963, so around the time of the first year of Farm Science Review, sitting by side-by-side by side with equipment from today. Yeah, it's going to be cool.
0: And I didn't realize this because I'm not an equipment person, but there were some major milestones
1: in '63 for equipment. Yeah, so you'll have to stop by and see what those are. We're also going to have some publications from back then, so you can see how much we've progressed in our extension education over time and maybe laugh at some of the topics that we're still talking about 60 years (laughs) later.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I hit up the archives up at Worcester for some of the research bulletins they had. Um, There's some from even prior to 63 about like planting corn and soybeans together. That was a thing that they had to learn about back in the <laughs> 30s and 40s. <laughs> it is interesting, things we take for granted now that at some point was not standard. I've also been working on a scavenger hunt for the area, just and um, try to find a few things within the plot so you can see some of the research we're doing, finding insects, weeds, things like that. Pretty simple, nothing to sweat about, but if you do complete it, we'll have um, some nice little prizes to take home. So be sure to check that out
1: too. Yeah, and definitely come and check out our plots. Um, We have some really awesome demonstrations this year. Some things that hopefully are of interest to you guys, like fungicides on corn. Um, We're going to have the spray drone out there to look at. A weed ID plot. That one, hopefully, go through and see if you can find a weed that I didn't find. I spent an afternoon (laughs) going through trying to figure out what everything was. So that was a fun day. Just look out for the pollen. It'll make your your nose a little itchy. Yes, that's true.
0: Uh, We've also got our forage plots. A couple of those are in their second year and some high input plots too. So corn and soybeans, we've really put the juice to those under irrigation, comparing them with a normal management. So you can see if you can identify any yield difference in those. And then if you're interested in interseeding cover crops, we've got a plot with those as well. So a lot of things to see out there. So don't just walk by us as you're coming in, in the parking lot. Take a minute, spend some time with us, and see what we have to offer out there.
1: And if you haven't picked up your copy of the 2021 eFields Report, you can grab a copy at Farm Science Review. And we are already hard at work getting started on the 2022 on Farm Research Report.
0: Awesome. So you can take one of those home with you, along with what cash rents and farmland prices were from the 1960s. So we really hope to see you guys out there hoping for good weather. And don't forget, the dates are September 20th through the 22nd. We'll see you out there.
1: Thanks for listening to the Agronomy and Farm Management Podcast. Join us again in two weeks for our next episode.
0: Hey, podcast listeners. Just a reminder to give us a like or subscribe so you know when we release new episodes. If you're enjoying the podcast, be sure to leave us a review also. We appreciate the comments.